morning, everyone. It's Judith Aiko. You're listening to Mad Love. Welcome, welcome. Uh, the podcast is still growing. I'm so excited. Thank you guys for listening. I really do appreciate it. Um, you'll hear in older podcasts how I'm constantly like, I can't believe people listen. Um, and I still uh, have a little of that because it's just me. You know, 90% of my shows are just me uh, talking. And apparently that's entertaining to some people. I'm not arrogant enough to think that, you know, that's just the best thing in the world. But it's convenient for me. I like doing it. I have a lot of thoughts, as you know, and I like to share them. And, you know, I listen, I'm not going to bite the hand that feeds. Thank you for listening. I appreciate the support. Uh, share the podcast if you want. Uh, that would be great. Go ahead and like, follow, subscribe, all those things, wherever you listen. Uh, a five-star review on um Apple podcast will be dope. Thank you. Um, and I just want to say this for today. So today is Thursday, July the 2nd. Um, damn, what's up with these fireworks? Like literally, they sound like cannon fire. Who is selling this to normal people? That is not what I was about to say, but I had to say it. I, I'm, I'm dreading July 4th. You know, it's like these fireworks have been going off for two weeks and somebody around me decided they were going to buy cannons and just unleash them all day. You know, even in the rain, we had a a soaking rainstorm the other day and somebody was out there. Like, why is that fun? Who said this was fun? Anyway, that's going to be something that I won't have to deal with in the future. Uh, It really does, I think, depend on where and who you live around. There are demographics of people who love fireworks and, you know, doing all that kind of stuff. And there are other people who just go down on the 4th and watch fireworks somewhere. I'm that person. If I, you know, I like fireworks, but I don't like crowds. I think they should just do the fireworks display and let us watch from... (laughs) TV or something, because I do like fireworks. Once I was in a hotel, uh, I think I was going to my cousin's wedding in Toledo, and my hotel room uh, was right near the river front, so I could watch the fireworks from there, and it was awesome. That was my favorite uh, firework viewing experience. Anyway, what I was going to say before I was sidetracked by my rant is... This is a message that I think is worth repeating, especially because I look at my numbers and I have a lot of younger listeners. So this will apply especially to you, but it could also apply to people my age and any age, really. If you don't pay attention to the details of your life, you will wake up and realize you're living someone else's life. And what I mean by that is not some sci-fi thing. I mean you will wake up and not have any control over the life you're living because it's not the life you wanted. You know, whether you're uh, in med school and you never really wanted to be a doctor, but your parents wanted you to be a doctor, or whether you're, you know, somebody who can really sing, but you never sing because uh, somebody told you you'd never make money. So now you're a secretary somewhere, which is not bad. That's good work. But if that's not what your heart wants to do, then you're robbing yourself. 
And I could give you hundreds of, of examples. It just can go on and on. You wake up, you're raising other people's kids. You know, that might not have even been the dream you have for yourself. But someone said you should get married and have kids. And a lot of people, and men included, are in marriages that they hate because someone told them that it was time to get married. And I've heard more than one man be super unromantic about marriage. They say things like, well, I decided it was time to get married and that's who I was dating. So I married her. Well, that's not romantic. And maybe that's why your marriage didn't work. You know what I mean? People have people have such <laughs> wide degrees of what um, how they define things, you know, like it's it's so vast and sometimes men can just be not romantic. You know what I mean? Like it sounds good on paper. Oh, you you know, they'll dress it up for you. You're the love of my life. I, and you're right here in this special moment with me in this special time. And I want to get married. Will you marry me? You know what I mean? But it's really not about you. It's about them checking something off their to-do list. That's a true story. I use that story all the time because when it was told to me, I was looking at him like, seriously? Like, that's not that's not romantic at all. You need to work on your story. Your kids ain't going to want to hear that. <laughs> You know, so I think men and women have drastically different uh, views of love, romance and sex. And, um, you know, like even Bill Cosby was saying he knows how to be romantic by roofing people. Um, And you can still be in the uh, mindset that he didn't do it and he was framed. But this is what he said in his own deposition. I think I know the fine art of romance. Uh, I, yeah, because you're dropping quaaludes in their drinks. That ain't romance. That's not romantic. No one's consenting to be drugged and raped by you. Listen, that that's a clue right there <laughs> that uh, there are women, you know, I would say women from the uh, his time frame. What is he like? Uh, 80 something. So women, you know in the 40s 50s 60s and 70s there's no telling what kind of stories they have you know so anyway i'm getting sidetracked but the point is you should wake up every day trying to live your life in the version of your life that you want to live and you know whatever closet you got to come out of to do that you should do it um and i think people think the domain of living your life authentically is just for gay people and that's not true you know, you got to come out and be yourself. And some people won't like that. You know, it doesn't matter what it is. It could be your sexuality. It could be your job choice. It could be the fact that you don't even want to go to college. And there's nothing wrong with that. If you don't go, to, it's too expensive. Now, if you're not going to college with a strategy, don't go. go pick up a trade. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, it's, there's, it's good work. It may not be sexy, but I'm telling you, no one's happier to see the plumber on a Sunday than somebody who's plumbing that doesn't work when your your pipes are exploding or your toilet's backed up, you know? Yeah, and I get it. That That's not in a Lil Wayne video. I understand. However, you know, you can get paid because people will pay whatever they need to pay to get the shit drained out of the basement. That's happened to me before. <laughs> And I was very happy to see the plumber. Uh, I thought I was going to get cholera. 
you know, the basement backed up and I get down there and I was like, wow, all this water. I need to try to unstop this drain. What's this floating in the water? What's this white stuff? Wait, is that toilet paper? Is this sewage? <laughs> real, real life reenactment there. And I was like, oh shit, I'm getting cholera down here. So yeah, uh, adulting. So anyway, try to live your life authentically. If this helps someone, I'm I'm excited because I uh, never got that speech. No one ever was like, hey, just do you, you know, don't don't feel any pressure. Don't do, you know, I just didn't get that. And it took me a really long time to take control of my career as a, a writer and a communications person because people just in my family did not believe that would make money. So it was like, we're poor. You need to figure out how to make money. Just grab any old job. Just do this, do this job. I remember coming out of college and having a fight to not go work at McDonald's. And it wasn't because I oh, I didn't want to work at McDonald's. But it was like, I just spent all this money. I just had this super highly intellectual experience. I don't want to start it off by working at McDonald's. Then my uncle finally was, he was feeling bad for me. He was like, you need to come work in my factory and make $5 an hour. And I did that. And it was humiliating and awful. And not in a bad way. That was my uncle's livelihood. But it wasn't mine. And I was like, dude. And I don't think I was old enough or mature enough to recognize, like, these people don't know how to tell me how to make money. You know, that that just wasn't in their repertoire. My, my family, they're all working class people. Like I told you, I come from a, my mom used to get nuts and fruit for Christmas. Like we, we come from humble beginnings and something about that never leaves a person. So uh, even your richest person who, who may have started off in a poor family, it never, that never leaves them. But I wasn't poor, but my parents were. But so they gave me a sensibility about money that comes from not having a lot of money. And I've had to tear all of that down and rebuild it for myself because even though we didn't struggle, they never felt financially secure. And so then that translated to me and my siblings in a way that really wasn't even true for us. You know, we all had cars in high school. I took piano lessons for 10 years. Uh, We traveled Um, we went on family trips. We used to go out to dinner every couple of weeks. You know, it was, we had a middle-class life, you know, but when your parents think they're poor, that's what they teach you. So, you know, my uncle was pretty much like, yeah, come make this $5. And it became clear to me, like some of the people I was working with, that was going to be their life. And there's nothing wrong with that. It was good, honest work, but that wasn't going to be my life. And I had gone to college so I could have a trajectory. But, you know, it was tough because I was a girl and I was a girl with a film degree. My parents had no idea what to do with that. Still don't. (laughs) My father's gone. Rest in peace. But I mean, that that just befuddled them. My dad was supportive, though. My mom was just like, "Mm." And that was tough for me because I'm I'm the kid that always is trying to be obedient. And, hey, it took me a really long time to just put my foot down and be like, look, I'm not going to be a teacher. I'm not going to be a nurse. I'm a screenwriter. I'm a filmmaker. And now, of course, everybody wants a storyteller on staff. Now I look like a genius because the art of storytelling is a job 
that everybody wants on staff now because you your brand doesn't sell just because it's hot or just because people like the logo your brand sells because of the stories that you can make people believe are a part of your brand so now all of a sudden everybody thinks I'm like the one so it's interesting not everybody but a lot of people do (laughs) anyway live your best life be authentic do you you have a voice, use it. You know, you don't got to do nothing that nobody else tells you to do if you don't want to do it. I'm, I'm not talking about being an anarchist or anything. I'm talking about you wake up every day and you hate your job. You're 30 something years old. You have no idea how you're going to make money. You know, you want more money. You know, you want a different life than the one you have. And you get to decide that you get to choose. So, you know, live your life. Don't be worried about what other people are doing. Also, many people have told me they want to do a podcast. Download the Anchor app if you don't have it. Um, oddly enough, most of my listeners listen through Apple Podcasts and something called Other. I don't know what that is. But um, yeah, it used to be Spotify and then Spotify fell off and now it's Apple and Other. But download this app. It's Anchor. Uh and and put the phone up to your mouth every day and make content. It's really not that hard. I was advising someone yesterday, or not yesterday, on Sunday, you know, like her friend owns a store and she's really deeply into health. That was female health and uh, black female health. Dude, that's a podcast. And I was like, nobody else is probably as arrogant as me as to sit up and think that, you know, me alone is that interesting every day for 15, 20 minutes. But if you guys did it together, she might feel more comfortable and, you know, she could build up a a clientele for her business that way. Um, You know, but I I think it's true for most people. If you want to do it, you just got to do it. And everybody goes, well, I don't know what to say. Um, Say that, (laughs) you know, but what you got to do is be consistent. You know, and I personally just happen to be annoyed or passionate or excited about something all the time so that's what I talk about which leads me to my next topic so we've covered a lot of ground be authentic in your life do your podcast if you want to do it and here's the third topic I may destroy you have you guys watched that on HBO oh my goodness she that show may destroy us Michaela Cole man she boy she is a beast she looks like Venus Williams to me She's got that very exotic look, um, very African, you know, you could just see like her features are very strong and pronounced and she's playing such a vulnerable wacko character like HBO. I have to applaud them. I've had HBO probably since my parents first got it in the 80s when they were walking door to door to sell cable. Yeah, I'm that old. And I've always managed somehow to have access to HBO. Um even in college, somebody had HBO and I'd be watching it. And so I love how they have embraced the challenge to fight Netflix. (laughs) And the winner of that fight is us because I don't think HBO does a show like Euphoria uh, produced by executive produced by Drake. Um, I don't think they do a show like Euphoria or a show like I may destroy you if Netflix wasn't over there waiting to do some version of that show or to pick it up. You know what I mean? Like 
HBO has had to figure out how to compete for that demographic that would watch the show like that. And I'm thinking it's primarily younger people. Uh, and it is fascinating. And the show is like nothing I've ever watched. It is, uh, I've only seen, I've, I'm up to three episodes. I missed three and four uh, as they, they changed the night. So that threw me off and I went to DVR it. It didn't DVR right the first night. So I don't know what's going on, but it moved from Sunday to Monday. Now that Insecure is off and man, whoa, you guys powerful and scary because these people consume a lot of drugs and they are young. And <laughs> I'm not sure if they're trying to say, I'm not sure what's going to destroy them. Um, I'm not going to say too much because giving it away, I don't want, I don't like doing that. I think you should watch it and tell me what you think. Cause it's pretty hardcore. It's really hardcore, but it's, it's so realistic. It's like, I know people are out here living like this. Um, and like I said, Michaela Cole has these super, she, she's the creator of the show. She's the executive producer. I think she writes it. And she has such powerful and strong looking features. And yet somehow she can still use her body to be vulnerable. And um, it's just heavy. Great show. Great show. You should watch it. HBO is, you know, they've always delivered quality entertainment. They really have. I mean, some of my favorite television viewing experiences are on HBO. It's not uh, TV. It's HBO. Um I remember when they used to have to do commercials. It's not TV, it's HBO. Uh, so, yeah, they are dealing because that show is hardcore. And I'm missing Euphoria. I wish it was on. I don't know if it's delayed for COVID or whatever. And Billions is now delayed by COVID on Showtime. Um, but, yeah, we are really the winners. I know it's a lot of messed up stuff going on. But in terms of media content, phew, it's a lot of good stuff out here. It's a lot of good stuff. And of course, I'm going to tell you about what I like. Because, you know, you already know. I like I like the good stuff. Some of it I can't get into. Like, I know that HBO show that uh, chronicles that murder murderer, the California murderer or whatever he was, with uh, Patton Oswalt's late wife. I'm sure that's good, but I can't I can't watch any more murders. I live in St. Louis. The real life murder count is disturbing enough. I can't watch something about a serial killer. So here we go. Hope you have a great day. Happy July 2nd. Uh, let's just make good things happen. And uh, yo, I'm pray for me because I, I can't, I can't imagine how uncomfortable I'm going to be on the 4th of July with fireworks. They probably just might start just shooting off guns by then because the stuff they're shooting off now it's unnerving and when you live in a community fyi you really do sit there and like is that gunfire or a firework should i be on the floor you know should what should i yeah those are 2020 problems i will not have those issues going forward you'll see